no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29 year olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. To everybody who is out there listening and going through the battles every day of trying to find that special someone to share a night with or the rest of your life with, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Make sure to uh, like, comment, follow, subscribe, tell a friend, uh, get the word out. Uh, Appreciate everybody who has. Tonight was a little bit different. We did a live show. Uh, Amanda from uh, the most listened to episode we have, Day Like a Dude, and Mike from Not On The Menu. Uh, Three of us just uh, did a live feed and talked to each other and kind of shared a couple of stories and uh, also some experiences. So uh, by all means, uh, we thought we'd drop it in this feed so anybody who didn't catch that can catch it here. Uh, Nothing but love and appreciation for everybody who listens and helps get the word out. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you for all the support. Um, And, you know, sit back, relax, put your feet up, grab your popcorn. Uh, If you're in traffic, don't hit that person next to you and enjoy what uh, what we did earlier with the live feed. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. As you guys know, if you listen to the show, that's usually how it started. Welcome to uh, the the number one podcast amongst streakers who are streaking right now and aren't carrying anything on them. That's how we're going to roll. So welcome to the live stream. And I'm bummed because Jay is not here. Jay was supposed to be here. So I don't know if this happened to anybody else today. Uh, I, I truly asked him if it was Friday the 13th because he's had one of those days. Like I, I woke up, I felt a little under the weather. I ended up crashing this afternoon, missing the call possibly to go on to uh, another live uh, pod. And of course, you know, you take a nap, you miss everything. And this is the only time I think I can say this about somebody who might be under the age of 60. Jay may have broken his arm falling up the stairs. It's unbelievable. I don't know how this <laughs> happened. So uh, thoughts, prayers, uh, whatever you want to send, good vibes, as my wonderful sister loves to send, are good vibes only. Send him Jay's way. He is definitely missed. Now, I've got two of the most awesome people on the planet, one who I am related to, the other one who I, who I say I am related to, but they both <laughs> were on the show. Uh, Mike, I'm related to him. My, man, I'm, no, I'm kidding, sis. I'm kidding. So um, It sure feels like it. <laughs> so I don't know how this is going to shake out. I know there's going to be plenty of errors. I know if I know anything, uh, I will fuck it up until I figure it out. So... Um, Thanks, guys, for showing up. I appreciate it. Yeah, you had some glitches, sis. Did you have a couple glitches? Yeah, they all worked out fine, though. I'm just Mm -hmm. using my phone. (laughs) Seems works out for me. Mike, I love the smile. How are you? (laughs) Good, man. Tease and peas to your boy. Those are some dangerous, treacherous stairs. I uh, I hope I never encounter those stairs. How the fuck you break your arm going upstairs? I don't want to find out. (laughs) I don't know. I don't. But uh, yeah, I, if if that happens to me, just like I need to move to an island. I need to move to an <laughs> island anyway. 
Um, so reason why you two are so important one uh date like a dude uh is the number one listen to show so far outside of the premiere episode but that gets a lot of fake run so uh, as an organic growth date like a dude founder of date like a dude your story has reached more people than anybody so had to have you on uh and then uh mike we had to talk to you because there's still like a piece of a story that i needed to discuss with you uh, and we'll have to get there. And I wanted to talk about that. But uh, Miss Date Like a Dude, how is the dating world going for you right now? Oh, it's going great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good. It's going great. It's going fine. No complaints here. All right. So are you dating often? How's it going? I mean, like, is it is it a steady, is there a steady gentleman in the equation? There's a roster, of course, but... There has <laughs> There's always a roster. But but I believe your roster has a starting lineup, a bench, and a minor league. <laughs> well, I haven't really thought of it that way. It's kind of like whatever, I guess, I'm looking to do or, I don't know, experience. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, it's just kind of, you know, there's one for every kind of fun you want to have. <laughs> That's fair. Your hair looks beautiful, by the way. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Mike, you and I talked and look, I, I don't want to facilitate everything, but if I remember right, you, you needed, I had somebody talk to me today and they said, Hey, I need some mansplaining. Like I had to Scooby-Doo decoder ring, possibly some messages that were sent to another woman. You kind of need Mandy to help you with some woman-splaining if I, if I heard right. I don't know if need is the right word. Want perhaps <laughs> is more, more appropriate but you know knowing that we were coming into this conversation today i was thinking about like when certain things happen what do they mean okay and as you've talked about right like oftentimes men are accused of mansplaining things and in the swipe world i think it's we'd all agree that sometimes shit just doesn't make sense Oh, and yeah. <clears throat> people oftentimes struggle to take things at face value. So I thought it'd be fun to maybe try to decipher as a group here, Mandy, with your expertise, yeah. uh, you know, just the different experiences that, that come into play where uh, uh, it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> and I need some female explaining, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> so I, I guess before we... I'll give it a good Well, that's the thing, right? Because when you think about mansplaining, it's, it's never about dating, at least that I'm aware of. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But, I mean, it, definitely there are layers to everything, I feel like. So what's, what's ever the question may be is, you know, you start from the surface and usually you get down... A couple, you know, instead of day going up, we're going down. There's so much level, so many levels to it. It's just like, <laughs> it's just a lot. So, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I was just, so, for example, this is a recent experience. Mm -hmm. uh, so, it's, it's fresh on the mind. I went out with an individual a couple times. And okay. the first time we went out, the environment was pretty brutal. It was loud, noisy, crowded bar area the you know you're kind of screaming over each other to even speak <laughs> and 
you know, I was telling chaos, like I was, I was really unsure what the vibe was. Like I couldn't get a vibe and I'm big on vibe, which I think a lot of us are. Oh yeah. Um, and the interaction, like at the end of the date, you know, she gave me her number. She was like, well, it could have been that bad. Oh, so yeah. we'll obviously, we'll obviously go out again. Right. So I picked up on that. But after the second, after the second date, which I thought went way better than the first date, first time we went out again, struggle. Second time we went out, empty bar late at night. They were closing down an hour after we got there. Um, some shit went sideways that was real funny that we both laughed about. And like, I left more confident that this would be a continued type of uh, exploration, if you will. And <clears throat> I'm not a big texter, so a couple days go by, a couple days go by, and we started to have a conversation, and out of the blue, she's like, hey, I'm looking for something else. Like, good luck. <laughs> so I guess, let's just start there. The fuck does that mean when you go out with somebody twice, and it's a good time? I'm assuming it means she said she had met someone who was more intriguing to her, but I figured, why not come to the source and figure out, like, What's the perception there? Okay, um, I get your confusion because that that's kind of left field. Um, what did you What did you say once she said that to you? You were just like, "Okay, bye." I just said, "Cool." Like, thanks for letting me know. Good luck. Okay, why did you not follow up with a question? Just want to ask you that first. Uh, well, like I guess at the root of it all, I don't chase. Like, if you tell me you're not, I'm a very face value guy. If you say, hey, I, I'm looking for something different. I'm, well, sweet. Obviously, it's not me. And that's okay. <laughs> hey, I'm not everybody's brand. I understand that. I think some guys really struggle with that. You know, okay. where people chase and chase and chase and, hey, no, let's go out again. Hey, no, let's go out again. And it's like, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I I can um, I can definitely understand because, I mean, once you hear that, yeah, it's it's not very motivating to ask like what happened and right. dig to that side of the conversation. Um, whenever I do that, I see I'm from my perspective, I'm more of like a people pleaser. So I'm very like friendly and, and I'll make sure everyone's comfortable, everyone feels good, like especially if I'm on a date with a guy and if I like him and there's chemistry and all's going well, like I'll just continue wanting to see him like over and over and over. But if there is something that came up where we didn't match like on personality, like I had like a guy who just like talked over me all the time and he wasn't trying to be mean. He was just like, he just loved to talk so much. And I was just like, couldn't get a word in edgewise and he was so nice but like he i knew it wasn't anything personal but it, it just kind of made it difficult for me to have a conversation with him and like for him to get to know me and whatever but so like something like that or i don't know because if i'm having a good time with somebody and like and it's fun and i'm like showing up a couple times like there's a lot going on like there's chemistry and there's all that but to just kind of abruptly end it, it could either mean she was like pretending that she was like having a good time, which I don't think so. Cause I know you Mike, and I don't think anyone would do that to you, but <laughs> I think, I hope not. I think like 
uh, well, actually, let me back up for a second. Okay, did you guys have a conversation about like what you wanted, like long term, short term? No, I think that's what was like so off putting is the wrong word, but confusing to me. Like <clears throat> the first time we went out, it was very much icebreaker. What do you do? What are you into? Sure. Like, you know, lighthearted, flirty, fun. Uh, and then the second date, we uh, we got a little bit more in depth about like her family, my family, her kid, my kids, like what we do with them, what the situation is, um, you know, what they were into, that type of thing. And again, like it, I never picked up on an awkwardness in the second meeting. The first meeting was like, and I haven't told you chaos, like, bro, like I'm uncomfortable. Like, I'm not sure how to continue my conversation with this chick because I'm not really sure how I left feeling, let alone how she left feeling. Cause there was a lack of communication because of the environment, which is why I was so curious to go out with her again. So we went out again and it was literally just the two of us in the bar. There was no misconstrued perception of vibe. Like it was comfortable. It was relaxed. You know, it was chill. That's and, not all good. Like all systems are yeah. good. Unless like she, um, well, there's another piece to all this too. Oh, um, there is. There's, there's <laughs> always pieces. It's the puzzle. Yeah, and I'm really usually, I am missing pieces. I usually am missing a lot of pieces. I mean, usually you're not though, but you're oh, okay. totally. Just, just a couple of screws, bro. Just a couple yeah. screws. Yeah. I mean, you're usually with it. So I wouldn't go <laughs> that far. But there are girls out there like me who will do stuff like this. So this could have been the case for you, Mike. Um, so if, so girls are kind of taught not to, or kind of to avoid like the conversation about like what they want, like, Oh, like don't want a relationship like really fast or like, don't bring up the, the subject. Like if you guys are having fun, like, let it continue to have fun like don't ask what it is like that's a big thing in like female dating culture like on our end what we're hearing so <laughs> so before i used to do this like i used to like if i was having a good time with somebody and i kind of was like wondering like where they're at with wanting to like you know see only me or if they want to date other people like i'd always just like abruptly leave <laughs> Not saying it's right, oh. but just to get a reaction and be like, okay, what do you want? So, uh, you know, if he doesn't, if he really wants this to work, like, he'll, like, let me know right then and there. It's like a quick little shortcut to, like, have the conversation without having to have the conversation, if that makes sense. So, But how long into, uh, I don't know, we'll call it the connection period, would you do that, though? Because we're talking about two dates, it very it could be two dates it could like if you guys were having like strong chemistry and like if she's texting a lot but you said you're not a texter um right i'm pretty awful i get that feedback often you suck at texting it's like sorry i'm not that, attached to that fucking phone <laughs> yeah yeah that i could see how that would be an issue but like i mean did she uh, ever mentioned like the texting part like that that was like an issue for her no and again we never got that deep it was all very surface level which is what threw me okay. off when she was like i'm looking for something else and maybe that was the problem right maybe it was uh 
this is too surface. We're not, he's not engaging enough. But again, as you just said, sometimes you're just trying to get a dude to chase. Yeah. And I'm the wrong dude for that. Right there for it. Yeah. I, I don't know. So if I were to say anything, just to like weed those out in the future, if there's someone you're vibing with and there's like chemistry and like, there's like multiple dates and you want to see them again. And then they just kind of like abruptly go. I would honestly, like, I would just, if this chick like means anything to you, like at all, like where you, at least just the sense you want to see her again and like see where it could go. I would recommend just like, just kind of, you know, waving a little flag a little bit. <laughs> like, Hey, what up? Cool. Like, <laughs> what, what color flag should it be red should it be the white flag of surrender uh, if it's a red flag i don't know if i have any of those any color but red we're good yeah, oh okay yeah we all don't think we have any red flags we need to ask the people who we've been around to see if we have these red flags because well, i'm sure we all do oh no doubt no doubt yeah. oh quality material of course but yeah red, yeah, yeah right <laughs> so Look, there's a story, man. Uh, like, I got Mandy. You got to hear this story about Mike. So, like, well, real quick, um, you know, if you go back to the episodes that you both were on, one of the questions that we asked or that I asked was was how long you've been on the apps, Mandy. You'd been on the app at that time, off and on for what since like 2014 or something? Is that right? No, for t- since 2014, and yeah, then there was kind of a longer break between like 2017 to like 2019. Okay. Just because okay. I had to stop and like it got kind of weird when I was on the dating apps. Like the dudes would actually like show up at my shops like before we even like talked. That's crazy. So okay, I'm gonna get off these apps and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I need so, less stalkers in my life for sure. I mean, that's not in my top five. There's some things I want stalkers. No, but Mike, you'd been on at that time for months though, right? Not years. It was definitely. I wasn't at the year mark yet. I think, okay. if anything, I'm just now hitting the year mark. Okay. So I don't think we touched on this, and I don't know. Maybe we did and we edited it out. I don't know. But I really like, especially since she's here, she needs to hear this one too. So your first connection with, like, your first swipe, you and I talked about them a few times, connection, you, you talked yeah. So you've got to tell me how or tell anybody who, you know, happened to slip and listen to the this live stream, um, but at least tell Miss Date Like a Dude, your first date. Like, yeah, so like, maybe, maybe you could break this one down for us or leave anything out because like, yeah. first of all, what app did you meet on? And uh, I don't promote any apps. Every app is good. Every app is bad. There's no let me get, get that disclaimer in there. So what app did you meet on? So <clears throat> the first date that I went on from Bumble was this date. Bumble. Okay. Yeah. And how long had you been texting before you set up a date? Do you remember? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty quick to the trigger. Like if we connect, I want to catch a vibe early. I don't want to text back and forth as, as we've already established. I'm not good at that shit anyway. <laughs> uh, so it had maybe been a week uh, before we had agreed on a Like, Hey, we're going to get together. When can, when can our schedules connect uh, that we had made plans? So I would say within two weeks, we had plans that we were getting together. And we had started to talk about that about a week into the back and forth. And, you know, the back and forth initially is punchy, fun. Hey, how are you? Uh, I love to send funny gifts. 
to, yeah. to, to gauge someone's humor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then also, you know, like, are, are they comfortable with the fact that I'm pretty vulgar, that I'm pretty inappropriate, and that's just my sense of who I am? Uh, or are they going to be off putting, like, ew, I can't, you know, like. A little too uptight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally side. But not long ago, I had someone like shame me for my language. I think I said fuck <laughs> or the text. So it's like, oh, language, mister. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what? But anyway. Um, wow. So, so we met, yeah, we met within the first, first week or two of, uh, okay. of connecting on Bumble. So we, one of the things that like always perks my ears on a profile is when women say they're bourbon drinkers. <laughs> that perks your ears. As, it, I, I, can't just, I, I can't tell you why, but right. I can tell you why, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I personally very much enjoy the brown liquor, whiskey, bourbon, scotch is like my go-to. It's easy. You can sip it. It normally doesn't get you trashed. Uh, so if a female says, hey, like, I like, I like brown liquor, like, let's, let's go find a bourbon bar and let's have a drink. And it can be an hour or it can turn into two hours. Um, and, and it's an easy thing to order on the menu. Like, hey, what's your bourbon list? Boom, here we go. Yeah. So this chick mentioned, like, went out of her way to mention she loved bourbon. So we went to a bourbon bar. Uh, really nice little joint, too. Um, coincidentally enough, the same place that I went to the two date and bail chick with on the second date. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't go to this bar anymore. Maybe that bar is the problem for me. Mm-hmm. But. Here, man, get get your pad and pen ready, and you can start okay. listing out all these red flags. So she beat me to the bar because I was coming straight from work. Uh oh. Okay. You already. I walked in. Sign. Okay. Uh, well, I, no, no, no. And that no, part's no, that no, part's no. not the bad part. When I walked in, she was sitting with her back to the door. Okay. So I, I, one, I couldn't identify her and I don't have any pictures of the back of her head. (laughs) So I had to do the awkward, like lean over, like, Hey, is this who I think it is? Uh Um, she had a book that was about this thick on the table with her. A book? A book. So in, in my mind, it's like, Hey, sweet, easy icebreaker. What are you reading? Right. So we did the pleasantries. I sat down. Hey, what are you reading? And it doesn't shock me. I can't remember the title of the author, but I remember the context of the book. It was a very it wasn't the Bible, uh, but it was uh, it was a female author. And the book had to do with like dark times, misery and despair, overcoming adversity, like the deep, dark, dirty shit in life. Okay. That's what she was reading. That's the book she chose to bring and sit with <laughs> on the first date with the dude. <laughs> Why not how to win friends and influence people? <laughs> like that would be way more interesting. Why not Dr. Seuss? Oh, the places we will go. Like any book other than this fucking book. <laughs> what she brought. Uh-huh. Jeffrey yep. Dahmer's so, diary might have been better. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So she starts to explain to me the the, the premise of this book. And it's like, okay, okay. 
Uh-huh. And she she tells me that it's helping her through some transition in her life. And then she opens the door and here we go. So she's uh, she's living between two houses. Uh, she has a couple kids, uh, really nasty situation with her ex. Okay. And as she's telling me these, this, this part of her, her adventure here, uh-huh. she, she starts to tear up a little bit. Uh, and, you know, she gets to a place where she's like, you know, you'll never know what it's like to lock yourself in a room and go to sleep at night. And then proceeds to start crying in front of me. Oh no! <laughs> first date, not no. not first date, not not just the first date with a person. First date from the apps. Oh wow, wow! And we're talking like, Mandy, this was within twenty minutes of me sitting down. I maybe had just gotten my first bourbon, oh, my and God. I should have ordered. Oh. I should have ordered a triple, and I know. They don't even make those, but we all know what I'm talking about. Well, anything's possible these days. This this week's episode had that. Yeah, yeah right. So it needs to say she calms down, she composes herself, and she starts asking me about my tattoos. She's like, what's this one mean? And you know, and I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt. This was uh like it was warmer months. Um and I start to explain what, you know, the one on my right wrist, it's uh, kind of a, a memoir to my sister and, and kind of some of the experience that I had with that. And the one on my left is this that, and the other. And, you know, she starts telling me a little bit more details about where she's at in her journey with her kids. And she's trying to find a house and she's living with her brother, but she's also staying with her mom. And she starts to cry again. Oh, no. (laughs) And at this point, like, I feel bad for her. Like, because clearly you shouldn't be dating. You've got some internal stuff you need to work out before you're ready to put yourself out here. Yeah, don't Um, And and you'll have to tell me if I'm way off base. But I know Chaos and I've talked about this quite a bit, like, Men are behind the eight ball 90% of the time when they go into first meetings with women because all men are douchebags and all men are scum and all (laughs) men just want one thing. And, you know, I'm just trying to get laid and all this. So, like, I'm very self-aware that this is a reality for women. And as our brother likes to remind me, I'm the exception, not the rule. So. So as I'm sitting here and I'm digesting all this in my mind, I'm like, all right, we're obviously never going to go out again, but how do I salvage this and make it fun? Cause this chick needs to have a good time. Yeah. Um, That's so I try to like, I try to hard write back into the fun zone and we start talking about my tattoos and how many I have and what some of them mean. And you know, I, I talked about my shark riding experience and how awesome it was and like what kind of vacations you go on. And like she was getting ready to go out of town with her girlfriends to Ohio to do something from a college group. And like I felt like, all right, we're getting back on track here. We're having a good time. Wow. Way to pull her out of that one. <laughs> well, I'm not done, Mandy. I'm oh, not done. No. My speaking so I don't, yeah, so I don't know how we get it, we get back on track of like men being Satan, but she cries a third time on this date. No. And that when she started crying, and this is such a true part of this, I wish I was making it up to influence this story because it was that big of a fucking train wreck. I'm picking up my second bourbon 
as she starts to cry and like has like a moment of that <laughs> I dropped my fucking drink. No. <laughs> and like I try to gather it quickly. Now all of a sudden she's crying. I've spilled a drink. I'm mopping up the table. You're both crying oh by God. now. You dropped the drink and I, you were crying too. You both are crying. I was I was definitely upset that that wasn't going in my body and it was going on the floor of the table for sure. Oh my God, you poor thing. I want to cry right now for you. Like this. So is- you know. We uh we got the check. I walked her to her minivan and we did the awkward side hug. Had a great time. Enjoy your trip. Oh my god! Thank God she was leaving town. So, what was her contact name in your phone? Uh, oh, that's a good. Question. I mean, that is a great question. I I don't do fun contact names. Oh my god, Mike! Let's get you up to speed. <laughs> no, no, no. I have a di- I, I have a different approach to this. Um, so what I what I do? So like, if we had connected on one of the sites and we'd exchanged numbers and we had been texting for long enough that I felt like it was consistent. And again, for consistent texting for me is like a couple times a week. Um, okay. So if we get through two or three <laughs> weeks of back and forth where you're not like, what the fuck, dude. And uh, all that, like, I'll take a screenshot of your profile picture on the site and I just save that to your number. And then I go into the notes section and I give myself the description. So, like, you know, long blonde, great body, dark eyes, like whatever my little twibs are, like two kids, no kids. Are you a Virgo? Are you Virgo? No, I'm girl. I just had my birthday. I'm an Aquarius. Oh, my God. That's right. I think I even said happy birthday. Oh, dang. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, so like on your chart because this is a very Virgo thing to do. Anyway, but for me, I'd rather see your face when I'm talking to you, not read a name and be like, you know, who's sexy Mandy or whatever it would be. It would just be like, this is your picture, and your name is Mandy, and this is who I'm talking to. That's fine, Mandy. What would you change that contact name to be in your phone, like, or or if you were Mike? Uh, don't answer. <laughs> don't answer. She's going to cry. Yeah. Don't no, I thought maybe cry baby, but she needs to get a couple tattoos. Yeah, no doubt. Right. Red Look, alert. Bad for, her, for sure. I mean, then the number one thing is we all feel bad for her. I would definitely have that sure. name as cry, cry sure. me a river. That would be the one. I'd yeah. Well, and like I was saying, like the thing that kept popping out of my brain was like, she didn't seem like she wasn't a cool chick. She wasn't even remotely close to the edge of the dating pool. Like this chick was still in the locker room trying to decide if she wanted to put her bathing suit on. Yeah. So like I do believe yeah. like in this scenario, what to learn is if you walk up to any date and there's a thick book on the bar or on the table, you gotta see what it is. If it's not Dr. <laughs> Seuss, if it's not where the sidewalk ends, if it's oh not the Bible, I don't even know. I'm not gonna go down that path. But if it's oh, anything what? as far as like the darkness of the world. You just order a drink, put it on the table. Here you go. Have a nice day and get the heck Damn out it. of there. I, I think, I, I think if, if I could have done that over, knowing what I knew, I would have texted her from the entryway of the bar and be like, yo, I got a flat tire. I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> well, you definitely have a screening question now before you go waste your time on a date. Be like, so uh, how long has it been since you've gotten out of a relationship? Are you in between homes? Are you like... What what book are you currently reading? I guess. That's what I was saying. Like, hey, what book yeah, what book you got on the bedstand right yeah. now? Yeah. If you could bring what? any book to a date, what would it be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta write that one down. That's a good one. 
uh, maybe that should be the suggestion for the date. The next chick I go on a date with, like, hey, we're gonna do a profile description. Like, put that on. Yeah, I'll add that tonight for sure. What's our first date gonna be? Well, actually, I thought I would bring the book that I'm reading, and you bring the book that you're reading, (laughs) and we'll do like book club. We'll have a couple glasses of wine, talk about books. It'll be great. Yeah, Yeah. we'll see. Yeah, then you'll know for sure. Then yeah, yeah, no doubt. You'll just get right to the yeah. I like that. (laughs) That was the first. That was the first swipe experience I ever had. So what did you do after that? Like what? Like how did you decompress from your first shot out there? I mean, I I, I called chaos first. I was like, yo. <laughs> That's I'm good. not dead. I'm not dead, and you're not gonna fucking believe this. <laughs> you're and not you gonna are- believe this. And uh, shortly yeah. thereafter, uh, swipe wrong was born. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. We just racked up enough uh, enough stories. Uh, (laughs) So, date like a dude, woman. Um, Mm -hmm. How many how many situations do you get kind of like this just from your friends, people you know that reach out just because of what you're doing on Insta with this, like just to kind of get, hey, what do you think here? Or how many different things do you hear? Um, I hear stuff like quite a bit. Like I'll, um, it's mainly just I get a lot of girls that are afraid to just get back out there because really? they're, they're just terrified like okay. they they have just like that protective armor on like this guard of like guys are evil like they just want to have sex and they just are gonna use me and like oh they're this and that and you know every negative thing you can think of like that's what baggage they're bringing forward and right that's when I'm like, well, you're in the right place because you need to get rid of that. <laughs> we yeah. need to switch that around. We need to yeah. just let a lot of that go. Let's change so that. It's quite a bit. It's quite a bit. I'll yeah. get like DM'd a lot. I'll hear from friends I haven't heard from in a long time just because they found me somehow. And they're just like, well, I love what you're talking about. And they'll just yeah. reach out. But now, yeah. more than ever, I'm getting like, more guys like on that and they're I, i'm sure they're trying to figure out like what i'm teaching women so one step ahead of the game but they're also just you know sliding in the dms and stuff i'm like i'm like i i don't know what to say like i'm just talking about like shit that you know is kind of like borderline manipulative <laughs> like, they still want a shot i'm like okay i mean that's uh... Is that like giving them the playbook and then like l- letting them read it and then they still fuck it up? Is that and what it is? And they still want it. They want to go at it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, I could beat <laughs> the system, man. I could beat the yeah. system. <laughs> That's what they're thinking. That's exactly what it That's is. probably what they're thinking. Challenge accepted. Yeah, no, like that's like the male ego personified right there. That is like, oh, this girl, I, she she hasn't seen me yet. <laughs> and <laughs> and right. like, I mean, I, I can tell you there's a girl from last season who just won't get on the apps anymore because that's all she runs into. That's she will. She feels See, like that's, that's all she runs into. As well. That's unfortunate yeah. because it's like, ugh, I could go on forever, but it's just, it's just all in the way that obviously like anything else in life, it's your mindset. It's the way you view things. And unfortunately a lot of women get stuck in this like victim mentality that, you know, like, like I said before, like men are doing this and that and this and that. 
and like I'm the victim to it. And it's like, no, first of all, like you love sex. Like, let's not pretend, <laughs> you know, like it's not taboo then, to say you do. No, exactly. And that's what it is. Like, it's it's not OK. Like, they're still thinking from an old mindset where it's like yeah. it's not OK to hook up with somebody it's not okay to get involved with somebody unless there's like a relationship in place and otherwise it'll mean this about me and it, that's not the truth all right so, so yeah i'm gonna ask mike this question first and then Mandy, i want you to answer it afterwards um if you are if you've gone out with somebody let's just say multiple times let's just say five times and for whatever reason you haven't hooked up yet and you dig the person and you hook up and the sex is so not good. Like, what do you do? I mean, uh, so I'll answer this kind of long winded. So forgive me. But like, <laughs> sorry. No, no, it's okay. So when uh, we're getting you, man, we're getting okay. to you. I promise. When the, so if I've gone out with somebody, Two or let's three times. Five. Let's say five. Okay, so five times with no physical, nope. kissed. But then on the on the on the night of the fourth date, the the fireworks are going off, and and then the, the there's a dud. <laughs> I guess it would depend on what the dud was, bro. Because I gotta be honest with you, I've never been in that situation. Okay, so every sex you've had your entire life has been epic. No, no, no. I'm saying like. Uh. <laughs> Like you're saying you get to oh. through five dates with no physical minus like a kiss, which I don't necessarily count as physical. Cause like I'm the type that won't kiss on a first date unless it, a, a woman makes an approach at me. Mm. Be, and I think part of that is because I'm trying to distinguish that. Hey, I'm not that dude. Like okay. I want to catch a vibe with you. And if the vibe is right, you're going to see me again. And if you see me again, then we can explore everything else. So but like, no. Long, so I'm also one of the first ones like, to say, you would yeah, yeah, yeah. Into this? No, no, I'm saying I'm also the first one to say that, like, the physical part of a relationship is just as important as any other part of the relationship. Right. So I established that prior normally, like if I'm going out with somebody five times, they already know if the sex sucks, this ain't gonna work. Right. <laughs> and, and yes, I've had awful sex in my experience in the last year. And no, I didn't go out with them again. Okay. All right. So, so you, if that answers your question. Yes, that does. Now, I think this one probably gets it a little bit more than, than most. And so like, as far as guys not showing up as they should. So what do you do? Well, I actually was just in this situation. um, (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I know you shouldn't get involved with your roommates, but I did. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I paid the price, whatever. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, and it ended up being terrible sex. Like, it was... Really? It was so bad. And you know what? And I was <laughs> so bad. She's laughing. She's laughing. <laughs> it was really bad. I hope he's not home. What's that? Former so I hope the roommate's not home. A former roommate. Oh, okay, okay. Dead They're in the corner dead. crying right now. Like, I can't believe it. <laughs> I mean, well, he was only 30. So, I mean, we'll just chalk it up to age or something. I don't know. Inexperience. Um, yeah. But, um, I, I mean, okay, so I I was aware of that, obviously. <laughs> How could you not be? Um, but I was like, okay, 
maybe we could try again or something. Like, I don't know. But the thing is, it, it didn't really like even we didn't even really connect the same way afterwards. So it didn't even get to that point where it could like we would try again and like, you know, because I mean, sometimes I, I have to teach. Sometimes I just have to teach and just kind of like give a little like nod in the right way. <laughs> instructionals my day like no (laughs) we're way past this we're not in our (laughs) 20s anymore i don't want to hear look i'm fully aware of what you do you uh you uh i'm not grounded anymore i am past 30 so i'm thank goodness yeah boy taking full advantage of not being grounded grounded till you were 30 afterwards it was like girl central i got you i mean so the reason i the reason I ask is there was uh, somebody, again, from the first season who I talked to recently who um, kind of started a relationship and then ended a relationship and said, oh, by the way, I could barely feel it. Um, oh, that's like that's a deep dig. And, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was like, I was like, is this is this anger management issues we're talking about or and you're just being jaded? It's just like, no, it was really, really bad. And I could barely feel it. I was like um why did you let it go on for so long and she's like i was hoping what hoping it wasn't cold outside hoping what what were you hoping exactly was gonna happen in this scenario like hoping hoping all of a sudden like i don't know what you were hoping but honestly like i said there and she was bummed that the relationship and i said i'm so happy that's over that is so i'm so glad that that this relationship is done because that would have been the worst i mean this person was married yeah. for a certain amount of time. And, you know, when you're married after a certain amount of time, it kind of goes downhill anyway. So I mean, you don't need to start the relationship on bad. Yeah. You can, you can, you know, have it go downhill as it goes. Yeah. So that's why I asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Mandy, let me ask as a female, uh-huh. like not as a male, and, and, I, and I know not female perspective, bro, female perspective, like, if I'm in a situation in in the bedroom or any in a, a, a sexual scenario where things are not going the right way, yeah, I try to guide them in a direction that I think will be fun for the the other person involved, right? So, like, as a woman in the situation with Chaos's uh, episode friend here, like, there's no working around. Yo, bro, you're just not built for what I'm looking for. <laughs> That's so, a nice way to put it, by the way. Right. I- Put that but, in my pocket. Okay, go ahead. There you go. I'm having book club. <laughs> you're putting that you're not built the way I'm looking for. <laughs> Boom. But when it's a situation where, yo, the sex is bad because of the feeling part, like I couldn't feel it, is it in yet scenario, there's no getting around it. None. No so, so what do you do? How do you make that fun? So maybe if this chick's... Wait, that's Listen, she break. gets a little perspective. The next time she meets a nice guy, how you make it? Fun. She meets a guy she likes and she doesn't feel it. Yeah. What can she do? What can you she make, do? You make it fun by doing crosswords, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's one way. I mean, if the guy is a nice guy and he just has a small dick, like, then you just do a mercy fuck and just be like, okay, just continue on until it's done. Or if he's an asshole, then, I mean, there's plenty of ways to deal with that in a fun way. Um, But it just depends. Like, I I think if you're a woman and it's not quite the size that is very pleasing for a woman, um, you know, like, 
<laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even say anything. I'd just like, and if he was nice, okay. And then that'd be probably the end of it, like from there. Um, but I mean, before I was ever even like well versed in the subject, I did come across one that was literally a pinky, like no joke, a pinky. Whoa. Whoa. And it, and it didn't even happen between me and this guy, but um, I just remember freezing. Like, I just, like, froze, like, deer in headlights. And then I faked a headache, and then I was like, oh, I just, I have to, like, I'm just going to go lie down or something like that. I couldn't even, like, bring myself to, like, um, I couldn't even bring myself to, like, go through with it. So, and that was before any of, like, a, you know clothes were off or anything like that thankfully it was like at that stage where it could just be like okay i can just get right out of there <laughs> all right so if anybody ever tells me she's got a headache i know she's not impressed yes! with my equipment got it got it Probably not going well, hey, i have i have to ask you what I, chaos i know you've got a question but i gotta ask this question tonight so mandy yes what causes women who have fucking douchebag dudes that they date, interact with, have relationships with, whatever, mm-hmm. after they realize that they're just that, just fucking douches, mm-hmm. what possesses a woman to continually try to sell herself on the fact that they were still a nice guy? Because this has come up a couple times with women that I know, I've dated, I'm friends with, and like, they've done some real shitty, awful things to these women and they still say, yeah, but he was such a nice guy and I don't get it. And I have to know what your thought on, on that is. Oh, it's, it's such a deep thing. It's like a, it's psychological and self-esteem. It's like, it goes way down into those depths. So like a woman will gravitate towards a guy, like, you know, he could be, you know, He's like a complete dick, but like she still like really cares about him, and, and that's what you mean, right? Like she's still totally hundred percent cares and all that. Yeah, it, it it always goes, it always falls back onto how healthy her self esteem is, and and what she's experienced in the past. So you know, if she's used to some sort of like, or she's experienced some sort of trauma or abuse, like growing up, she's gonna attract that same type of pattern through a guy that won't treat her well. That's where it always stems from. That always fascinates me. I have a friend who went through some real serious bullshit. And even after it was all surfaced, it was like, he was such a nice guy. It's like, he's not, and he never was. Like, you're lying to yourself. So I had to ask your perspective on that. A lot of of, um, those situations, though, are guys who are narcissistic. So that's like a huge topic that's like emerging on the dating scene because a lot of the times like there are a good amount of guys with like unhealthy self-esteem and they're very much into like love bombing girls, which is like a real thing. And they ultimately want to just have control, like because they're also coming from a place of being like wounded from like something from their past. And like, so it causes them to like, behave in such a way that's like controlling manipulative excuse me manipulative and like gaslighting all those like ugly ugly traits that are just low vibe and it actually it will suck in girls like girls who aren't aware of it and have like a lot of their own healing to do from like their past 
it'll it'll suck girls right in and it's very difficult to get out of it very very difficult like i've experienced that once or twice in relationships and the first time that i did it was like it was so hard to like to just cut it off i mean it after you know going through that experience like the awareness and like the strength comes from that situation but yeah, oh, that's that's very much like a really big thing that's happening right now with like guys and girls dating and yeah. I see a lot of gaslighting, a lot of gaslighting. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I know love bombing there, but the one that shocks me, or it doesn't shock me, but I just get shocked. Like, just like, I can't believe yeah. um, people are messed up and, and the gaslighting is the one that makes me just go like, what is just wrong? Like, yeah, it's, like, it's a saw it earlier. Yeah, it, it, not it's not fun i don't wish that on anybody but it'll happen and it'll bring it'll lure chicks in if they aren't like you know strong within and you know if they don't if they have zero awareness of it or you know if there's just some insecurity where they're like looking to a relationship to like give them that fulfillment um they're susceptible to that type of relationship so I got five minutes before we end the stream. So are you how are you enjoying dating, Mandy? Sorry, Mandy. Yeah, are you enjoying <laughs> yeah, dating? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm having a ball. I love okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Mike? Are you enjoying dating? Most days, I, I don't enjoy it when women cry on first dates, but all the other all the other times so far, I've had a good time. Yeah, man. It's, hey, it's fun. To, it's fun to meet people. It's fun to meet people. Yeah, I think I think the best way it was put to me, and I've stuck with it. I've heard it for I think a couple of years ago. Is get out of it exactly what you get out of it. No expectations. Whatever you get out of it is a brand new experience. Whether it be a new friend or something, it's just get out of it what you get out of it. If you go in with any type of expectations, that's when you get cried on three times. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But you know what? I didn't go in thinking I was going to get cried on. Right. Exactly. So, Mike, your episode was not on the menu. That was your episode. And then I think you were even in one of the bonus episodes. And then uh, Miss Date Like a Dude, your episode, uh, the the number one episode is Date Like a Dude. So thank you guys for coming on and and just sharing. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You got it. I'm going to. I'm going to drop this probably tomorrow. So there was an episode that dropped on Monday. This one will drop on Thursday. It's a midweek thing, maybe even later tonight. And, uh, yeah, I had an old story that I put up there, and that's where the, the triple came in. So thank goodness everybody <laughs> spilled all of their teeth. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and I appreciate it. We are out. Thank you for being along for the ride on the Swipe Wrong podcast, where we take everyday people like you and me telling their everyday stories of their swipe right life. The show is produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham Place. If you want to reach out to the show and tell us your story, we'd love to hear it. Give us a call. Google Voice us at 317-426-6616. Leave your information, and we'll get back to you or just your story. You can also email us at swipewrongpod at gmail.com. We are on Insta, Facebook, TikTok. We're out there. I am Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. You can find me pretty much anywhere that you see me. And next week, the saga continues.